Hi guys, welcome back to IMO, a top fives podcast. I am here again with Nate and Matt. We apologize for the amount of time between podcasts, but after we talked about top five candy last time, uh, we've all been in a candy coma, I think. Halloween just ended and um, talking about all that candy really made me go try a bunch that I hadn't had in a while, like the whatchamacallit. Still, I went and still tried good. a bunch too. I had a couple of friends actually bring some over to me. Wow. They're like, you've never tried these from your podcast? Here you go. They brought me the Fast Break, the Whatchamacallit, and the Reese's Sticks. I love Reese's Sticks. Reese's Sticks are good. I got to make some new friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one no brought one... me any candy. <laughs> well, I guess we were supposed to say, oh, I've never had Swedish fish. Oh, I should have some. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Tyler brought them all over. He's like, I'm disappointed in you. You haven't so, tried any of these. Okay, so what did you think of the fast break? That's my main thing because that was Nate. Uh, Nate our number one. number one and my number one. It wasn't the fast break. It was the Reese's fast break. Oh, yeah. okay. Is it the same thing? Yes. Oh, I thought there were different you're, things. You're thinking of the take five and the Reese's take five. Oh, you're right. And okay. you, you always do this. It drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They're the exact same thing. <laughs> so Reese's fast break. What did you think? Not as good as the whatchamacallit. I honestly, and, and this is, I think, the first time I've ever done this after trying something after the podcast that I would stick it immediately into my top five. And I would do that with the whatchamacallit but the fast break's just too rich for me. It's a lot fast of peanut breaks, butter. Yeah, it's definitely it not is. one I could like pound over and over again. But whatchamacallit's very good. I'm glad it, to hear I, that make your top five. It would make my top five. So there you have it. And we are also today going to be talking about our top five athletes. Um, we, during the uh, whole pandemic quarantine thing there weren't a lot of sports going on such a sad time yeah sports are back and we are all about that um and baseball's over and we're all about that too (laughs) (laughs) hey maybe some of us will have a top five baseball player oh really quentin (laughs) i'm actually i'm I'm, I'm gonna say i'm pretty sure none of so us three if you're a baseball fan sorry there will be no such thing as a baseball player in our top five lists. Nope. Yeah. Eric just maybe could have made mine, but I, yeah, just so everybody knows, I mean, we try and pick topics that we'll get variety on, but all of us grew up playing soccer and we all follow basketball and football. So yeah, maybe we'll get something outside of those three, but plan on a lot of athletes from those three sports i think but there is some variations in there like nfl football versus college football yeah exactly nba versus college so i'm sure you both of you had the same thing but my top five athletes would be a very fluid list meaning like three years ago or during the world cup or five like two years from now totally different top five like maybe there's one or two people that would consistently be in it but other than that it's up for absolutely what's going on i was thinking the same thing five years ago this list would mostly be different and five years from now maybe even a year from now it'll be pretty different so um this is as of november 2020 our top five athletes and i guess real quick i just wanted to also talk about 
kind of what went into our top five uh, top five athletes. It's not necessarily who we think are the absolute best five athletes right now. Correct. It's more our top five favorite athletes. And so that could be anything from we love watching them play or maybe we loved watching them play in the past to we love type of person they are. I mean, we'll, we'll talk to those, those points, but sure. uh, yeah, so it's not the best athletes in the world right now. It's our top five favorite athletes. So, and with that, should we start? Yep. Matt, you want to go ahead and kick it off with your number five. Okay. My number five. And I, I feel like I'm doing my like life and injustice because my only soccer player is my number what five. The... <laughs> Uh, this is Messi. Lionel Messi is my number five. Messi. Messi. I'm if if there was another soccer player on your list, I'm pretty sure I know who it is, but I chose Messi. So um, why why Messi over all the other soccer players? Over Landon Donovan of all people. I know. <laughs> just I just <laughs> traitor. <laughs> the USA does not have great soccer. I will be honest. Getting better. True. Yes. Um, and I think the reason he's fifth on my list and not higher is because for the longest time, I've never had a way to watch professional soccer. So it's not like I'm watching him consistently every week. So I think that's why he's probably fifth. But I think he is the most um, versatile and fun player to watch. Watching him go around like five players in a row, whether he's making them or doing some kind of crazy move. He may not be like the best scorer that might be, I don't know, Ronaldo, but I feel like Messi is the funnest to watch all his crazy moves. And he's left-footed. I can agree with all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always thought, okay, <laughs> this is, this is going to sound not, this is going to come out not how I want it to sound, but I've always felt like my style of play is more oh, like no. Messi. Now I am nowhere <laughs> near I'm nowhere near the Messi, but more like our body builds are the same and our short. And yeah, we're short and try and keep the ball close to our feet. I mean, he can dribble around people. I'm not saying I can do that. I'd love to, <laughs> but I you know, I'm not a Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. I never will be. I I like watching him play just because he's exciting as well. But I feel like with Messi, you never know what's going to happen. Like he's got so many tricks up his sleeve and he's fast. Yes. So it's, it's really fun to watch him play. I would agree. I would agree. Surprised he's your number five, but I guess I'm, I'm more surprised your only soccer player is your fifth. It sounds like. Yeah. But. I yeah. love watching soccer. I really do. And I know a lot of people are like, it's the most boring sport. But nope, that is baseball. <laughs> that is a fact. Soccer so is baseball fun. is still fun to go to and Correct. have social gatherings with friends. And you're like, oh, hey, the guy hit a ball. And then you're back to like socializing. <laughs> would you say that five or even 10 years ago, Messi would have been on your top five still? Mm, probably not. That's okay. where you're getting to, like, Zinedine Zidane. I love Zidane. And I know, I yeah, he was one him. of your favorites. Well, I mean, if you think about it, 10 years ago, Messi was still the number one or number two player in the world. Absolutely. 10 years ago, do you think? Yeah, because I was on my mission, and that's he was the guy. Was he hated in your mission? No. 
Wait, you you served in Bolivia. He's Argentinian, right? Yeah. Wouldn't they like hate playing against him? Yes, but there's also yeah, there's also this thing. Like yeah, but Bolivia soccer is terrible. Not good. Okay. You know, I can't remember the last time they were in the World Cup. Maybe two thousand. Wow. Um. Or no, no, two thousand two. I mean. Um. Anyway. So, yeah, they just. uh, It's one of those things where. You know, they kind of band Bol- together as a continent. Exactly. So they're like, "Oh, South America, come on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. beat Europe." I, like, like when uh, Africa had the first team ever, right? Exactly. Exactly. And all of the the nations were just rooting for them. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Well, my number five is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson okay. is the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens, and he, if you remember, he was a Heisman winner at the University of Louisville. They and, had an amazing team with him. Yeah. He yeah, he was so fun to watch in college, and he has been so fun to watch in the NFL. Um, I hope that he can, you know, continue to improve his passing a little bit and be you know, a star player for years to come. He's only like 24, I think. Um, so he, that, he's got... That is just insane. Can you imagine, like, we're, we're all 28. He's, he's five years <laughs> younger than me. Yeah. He's like <laughs> a very successful getting paid millions to play professional sports. That's probably the sports. most crazy. unfortunate realization. Especially <laughs> yeah. when there's like 17-year-olds who are playing professionally and you're like, son of a... <laughs> yeah, I just love... Really, one of two things will happen when he's got the football players will like kind of stand still and wait for him to make a move or they'll go for him and he'll just make him look like a complete fool. He can cut like nobody's business. Yeah. So my question would be, was he, would he have been like your favorite in college? Did you really follow him in college or more when he went to the NFL? So in college, I really liked him, but I actually, at the time, it was kind of between him and Deshaun Watson from Clemson. Yeah. And I actually liked Deshaun better in uh, college. Um, I just felt like he was a more rounded player, uh, better rounded player. Well-rounded um, player. Well-rounded. Thank you. <laughs> a better, like, well-rounded player. <laughs> I felt like go. he was a, I felt like he was a well-rounded player. Um, and, but yeah, I was kind of, I was living in Delaware and the Ravens are one of the closest teams. And so everyone's Ravens fans and I got sucked into it. And so, yeah, that's kind of where the whole, that's where I really started to like him is kind of his first two years in the NFL. Did you ever go watch him? Did you ever go uh, to the Ravens game? I did, did but, right? Yeah, but it was still Joe Flacco. I think it was uh, the year. No that, one likes uh, him, right? <laughs> yeah it really dropped off they, they did at the time he won him a super bowl so they have okay. to like yeah but uh, i think yeah, it's pretty uh, cool how play. i think it's pretty cool how going into the nfl no one believed in him being a quarterback they thought he should all be a wide receiver yeah and then basically everyone is like all right i was wrong yeah granted he still has you know little ways to go but he's solid yeah I think I think he'll be good. So, yeah, Lamar Jackson, number five. Hey, my number five is actually Usain Bolt. Oh, nice. That's good. So I have always been one for wanting to be the fastest. I've always been a sprinter. Distance has never been my thing. Ever. I Ever. hate it. 
only now that I'm old and I'm not in my sprinting prime, am I like, okay, you know, I'll try to be more distance or at least be able to run a soccer game. Right. Sure. But yeah, I've, I mean, I, I remember, um, did anyone see, what is it? Run, runaway bride years ago <laughs> probably so the only thing i remember is the girl runs away from her wedding and she was super fast and i was like what shoes is she wearing i want those shoes like <laughs> i thought that when i was younger because i always wanted to be the fastest kid and actually i don't know if you know this but every year in elementary school so first through sixth grade we did a race at the end of the year around this big field yep not to brag but i took first place six years in a row Holy smokes. Wow. Not to brag, but I took second place <laughs> six years in a row. I lost <laughs> the same kid every year. <laughs> I had a friend that took like third or fourth every year, and he got so mad at me. He's like, I'm going to beat you this year. I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't think so. So I don't know. Usain Bolt, first off, the name, and like his, his, yep. his real name is Usain St. Leo Bolt. Like that's his name. He didn't change anything. I didn't know that. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, I mean, obviously, this all took off with the 2008 Summer Olympics when he took first in the 100, the 200, and he's like looking sideways. I will never. Seconds ahead that. of people. Yeah. Like his, his form is like, oh, okay, wow, I'm pretty ahead. Okay, cool. Like that's such horrible form. But man, he is so fast. So, yeah. Is he still the fastest in the world? So I've, I was trying to look up records, and I think officially he holds the world record, but unofficially there have been people who were like timed and got a faster time but it wasn't yeah wasn't like at, a, at, at like a tournament yeah so as far as what i could tell officially he still holds the record quote-unquote yeah. unofficially someone has beaten him i i really wonder when records like his are going to be broken because like a long time ago this is a little different but like the mile people are like oh it's impossible to run a mile under four minutes and now you know college athletes are doing it not consistently, but often. I yeah, just as soon as when, one like, guy did it, then a ton more did. Yeah, I wonder like when we're gonna like cap out at. I don't like you just can't physically go faster than that. We'll see. It's kind of what I thought with Usain Bolt, but <laughs> yeah. You want to so go ahead and jump is... into your four? Yeah, my number four is. I feel like I might get some flack from that. I'm not sure, but it's actually Stephen Curry is oh. my number four. No flack from me. No? Okay, maybe I maybe some other people I'm thinking of who like hate Steph Curry. And, uh, How can I you hate I, Steph Curry? I did hate the Golden State Warriors, and I will honestly defend I love them. Curry. Granted, they did get a super team, but only from Kevin Durant. Other than that, it was all 100% draft picks. Absolutely, it wasn't like the Heat doing a super team. It wasn't like you know a couple of other teams who have done it. It was literally draft picks. Yeah, and I I liked watching them play. They were exciting, except for Draymond Green. I loathe. This is that this is man. true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but anyways, back to Stephen Curry. We won't talk about Draymond Green. He has been so fun to watch, and not only that, he is more or less like, I guess, quote unquote, revolutionized revolutionized the game of oh, basketball. Yeah. He has the three point shot is something it's never been before, and taking shots way farther back than people ever thought to do and i think you know the nba has con- been considering doing a four-point line and i think i've part heard of about it that would be because of steph curry mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I love finding those articles on ESPN where it talks about basically the shots that Steph Curry takes that are from way out. Like they're not a bad shot anymore. Years ago, they would yeah. have cons- been considered terrible. But now, like the percentage that him and a few others make it is like, oh, that's actually a good shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. If he's not going to defend you up there, yeah, he'll take it. I think what's not like my most favorite thing about Steph Curry, but I love what he does off of the ball. Like he is running all over the court, running through screens, whereas other people like they'll just sit there until they get the ball, you know? Yep. So he's just constantly moving. And if you're not with him, he's going to catch and shoot in like 0.10 seconds. So yeah, he's really fun to watch. I will tell you why I didn't give you any flack because my number four is also Steph Curry. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> Very nice. It was, it was between him and LeBron, but I just feel like, and I do love LeBron. I'm LeBron, not like a LeBron, LeBron follower, but he's super fun to watch. He can play defense, offense, but Stephen Curry, man, he just was like an offensive machine and like him driving to the hoop all the crazy moves that he did. He was just so fun to yes. watch. He has everything. Like he's not just a straight shooter. He can, he's a solid passer. He can make crazy layups. There is a, uh, I, I don't know what I'd call it. Like a playlist of plays that people have put together of all the shots that didn't count by Steph Curry. Like after he got fouled and heaved up some circus shot or, <laughs> and they all go in, but they didn't count because he got fouled. Like he just, he makes everything or did in his prime yeah i remember uh actually watching him at davidson i hadn't really heard of him until the ncaa tournament or maybe a little bit that year but um so pretty much from that point on he was always the underdog i mean he went to smaller school um ended up with the warriors who nobody (laughs) sucked yeah they were terrible (laughs) for years and years i hadn't even heard of the warriors to be honest yeah, really. Like, you remember when they beat the Mavericks when they were the eight seed? I remember that. I don't. With Baron Davis. Jason, I'll have to go uh, look it up. What's his name? I'm forgetting. Uh, it was awesome. Anyways, yeah. keep keep going. But uh, yeah, so he's. I really like him. He is not on my top five, but I've always really liked him. The reason, like two years ago, he for sure would have been on there, but now. Like, There's someone else on your list from the NBA, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that and, yeah, I, I just – it's not his fault, but the fact that everyone loves him, now I'm like, ugh, you yep. bandwagoners. I'm not calling you guys bandwagoners. Maybe I am, but <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. It, it's not the cool thing to like him anymore. <laughs> I will say the one negative thing from Steph Curry is everyone shoots a three and falls down. I think he was the one that – Oh, maybe that's James Harden, please. Uh, I think Curry may have started that. Harden perfected it. <laughs> oh, gosh. But... Harden does the step back. That's his. Thing. With his leg out. You're right. My fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I feel like flopping has just gotten into most sports, except for football, to, a, to some extent. I've seen some good flops. <laughs> Not yeah. as much, but yeah. 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 Well, I'll go ahead and jump into my number four. My number four is another NFL quarterback, the one that always beats Lamar Jackson, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yes. Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He kind of the same thing. I loved watching him at Texas Tech. Um, I think they were, yeah, they were taken in the same draft. 
Mahomes was taken later in the draft. Which is crazy to me. I feel like he was such a he was taken quarterback. Tenth or, in the draft, uh, I believe. Yeah, I, I guess I mean Mahomes was taken later in the draft than what he would be valued at now. Uh, Lamar Jackson was still taken later. Oh, okay. That but uh, um, yeah, Mahomes, he is the man. Uh, the only thing that bugs me about him is his scratchy voice. <laughs> I thought you were going to say his hair, and I was like, no, that's like no, his I love his hair. feature. <laughs> but like listening to him in interviews, I'm like, oh, geez. He's like, yeah, I just love football. You know, the guy was open, <laughs> passing the ball. That's good stuff. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> you are a football, football person. <laughs> yeah, but no, he, he seems like a really awesome guy. He makes some of the craziest throws, and he is just one of the most aware players on the football field I've ever seen. I mean, mm-hmm. he can he can run the ball, not quite like Lamar Jackson, but he can run it well. But he will always, always, always look for the pass. He'll kind of run, 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 get to the line of scrimmage and kind of take one last look and then decide, you know, fine, mm-hmm. I'll run. But he'll always look for the 30, 40 yard pass. First. Which I think is awesome because you have some quarterbacks who are so athletic that I think they try and rely on their running like Lamar uh, Jackson. Michael Vick. <laughs> that, that would be me as well when I was quarterback. <laughs> yeah. One second, no one's open. Okay, I'm running it. <laughs> I'm the fastest out here. No one could catch me. <laughs> oh, Nate. Yes, I love Mahomes. And I remember teaching sixth grade last year. It was either last year or two years ago. All my sixth graders all the boys who were into football would come to school and they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a haircut this weekend. It's going to be a Mahomes haircut. Yeah. <laughs> like, they all loved him too. Okay. So I have one question. I've never actually talked to anyone about this, but I'm curious if you have recognized this as well. Patrick Mahomes has the weirdest walk. Like, I don't know if it's when people are like quickly walking down to set up a play where he's like kind of like half walking, running after a big run that he did. Is anyone, have you guys recognized that before? I have not, but now I feel like I'm not going to be able to unsee Next it. Next time I, you, watch, you see it. Watch him play. <laughs> I'm he watching just has the video this, right like, now. It's kind of weird. It, it is. And I've, I'm like, is this just me or is he kind of a weird walker jogger? So I will say anyways. I never noticed it, but I will go watch some videos. <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right, are we on to our number threes? Number three. I will jump in. And this is kind of where, you know, we were talking about this isn't your favorite athlete to watch per se, just your favorite athlete overall. So this would be mine because I never watched him play. Um, And this is Danny Ainge. I don't know if you guys know him. Never heard of the guy. Nope. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) The Celtic general manager played at BYU. Yeah. So... I mean, I never watched him play. He was well before my time. Played in the 80s at 70s and 80s at BYU and then went on to play. I have a tremendous um, NBA career. But I grew up idolizing him because of my dad. He, my dad worked at BYU and worked on the football team like I did in college, but also the basketball team. So my dad was there when Danny Ainge was playing, watched him play. Um, and so I grew up with posters in my room, jerseys in my closet, signed basketballs from Danny Ainge, just everything. So I loved him. And my dad would always tell me, whenever someone says Michael Jordan's the best, you say, no, he's not. 
Danny Ainge is. <laughs> I don't know how many people so, would agree with that. I started but... saying that. <laughs> oh, and people were like, you're so wrong. <laughs> but I will say, I think as an athlete, Danny Ainge is probably one of the best ones out there. Um, he played professional basketball for, I don't know, like 12, 14 seasons. He played professional baseball for the Toronto Blue Jays for I didn't know that. two, three, four years. Was he better than Jordan on the White Sox? I don't think Jordan Jordan played triple A ball. I don't know I, if he really played much on the White Sox. I think you're probably right. I know he played triple A, but never I thought he never made it to the major leagues. And then Danny would always whoop Jordan in golf. He's a great scratch golfer. So I kind of consider him as like a three professional sport athlete, which is insane. Yeah. So and he's got some great stats, great records in the NBA and at BYU. So never I've watched him play on like tape and reruns, like okay. the Notre Dame against BYU NCAA tournament to get BYU into the Elite Eight. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched that play, go watch that play. It's pretty great. I honestly don't think I've seen any Danny Ainge game. You might yet. recognize that play, Nate, that he that Matt mentioned. Okay. I'll have to go check it out. Yeah. So my number three, Danny Ainge, never watched him play, but just loved him, you know, my whole life. And he's done great things with the Celtics. Yeah. He really has. Sure. So. Well, I will jump into my number three, continuing with the BYU theme. My number three is Taysom Hill. Nice. Sauce. Yeah. So a couple of things with Taysom Hill. First off, I, I, I don't know if you guys knew this, but he initially committed to Stanford. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. I, I think he became big on my mission because I came home and everyone was like, run, Taysom, run. I'm like, who the heck is Taysom? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Is so, it because Jim Harbaugh was it? I, it was something with him coming off his mission, like wanting to get going on football and something was delayed. And so he's like, okay, BYU's ready to go right now. Let's, let's go. Yeah. I think so. he almost went to Michigan because he was really close friends to Jim Harbaugh. Hmm. So Good thing but, he didn't. Yeah. So Taysom Hill has had four season-ending injuries, and it's crazy to me that he's come back from every single one and is now playing professionally. Like, I haven't had injuries to his degree, but you guys know I've blown out my ankle and not Multiple like times. just like – It'll get better in a week or two. Like, this is like my ankle's purple and swollen as can be, bruised up to my shin. Like, it's bad. And every time I have people tell me, like, you know, you just got to stop playing, you know? I'm like, yeah. Taysom, Taysom fought through it. I can do it too. <laughs> Granted, I'm not being paid anything for this. <laughs> but I don't know. It's really cool to me just to see all that he overcame and just how he kept pushing. Um, and he's like an awesome player in the NFL. You know, he's not always doesn't have like a steady position but he's just like everyone loves him because he's like the do everything guy and I think that's what's really cool like I was so disappointed he's when I realized he wasn't gonna play quarterback I was like ah oh, freak he's kind of a you know a wash now but he's done some amazing things on special teams on defense on offense just all over he takes every opportunity that he gets and and makes the most of it I yeah they definitely love him in New Orleans and Pretty much every Saints game, 
uh, at the end of the game, if I didn't catch it, I'll check the box score to see yes. if he's like how many I yards go, he got. Exactly, <laughs> so rushing and catches, and catching and throwing. Exactly. I'm yep, like, right. yeah. I do that exact same thing. And if I see something, then I'll go and watch the highlights and just yes. like, try to skip around to see where I see Taysom. Like, even when I watch the Saints play, I'm always looking for Taysom Hill in the play. Exactly. Yep. I'll watch him. Like he's just, I don't know. I, I love following Taysom Hill. And the fun thing about it, like if he's on on offense players on the other team are like okay is he really going to be um a tight end or is he going to drop back and do a trick play and actually be the quarterback or is he you know just so many cool things that he does it's fun to watch him Mm -hmm. yeah huge props to sean payton for doing this i don't know how how many other head coaches would have made something like this work and it's and it's not like a gimmick like I, i think he makes it actually work he doesn't overuse it doesn't underuse it you know he's not perfect every time so yeah, I'm really interested to see what happens with the Saints quarterback situation after this season. Drew Brees is getting old. I think it's Davis his last Winston year. Winston takes over. I'll be furious. <laughs> horrible. Sean Payton's always said that Taysom's the – he wants him to be the next guy, but we'll see. Taysom's yeah. old. Yeah, he – yeah, Pushing like 31. Old. Yeah. Yeah, because when I worked with him at BYU, I was two or three years younger than him, and I'm 28. Yep. So, well, good luck to him. Yep. My number three is Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh-huh. Solid. The best player uh-huh. of the last 20 years, I'd uh-huh. say. <laughs> I would <Yeah>. agree. <laughs> he, yeah. Cristiano, yeah. Ronaldo is solid. I mean, he can be a tool, but take the personality away look up any highlight video on Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo from any team, even playing for the Portugal national team. And he, I mean, he carries teams. Yes. Unless yeah. they play Iceland and they don't beat them in the world <laughs> cup. And it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Ronaldo, I mean, he, the moves and the headers and the, the, the free kick strength. Yes. I saw some like article about how much like pounds per square inch of pressure he puts on a ball when he kicks it. And it is ridiculous. Yeah. He's even how high he he jumps, which like no one really talks about that in in soccer, like their vertical jump. But Ronaldo's vertical. He like jumps up and like hangs in the air forever and then has a crazy strong header. Yeah. I am one of the worst at headers. Like I'm okay at him on defense, but if there's a, huge cross coming in and i'm supposed to head it into the goal like yeah count me <laughs> out i'll i'll jump up and try and chest it or something <laughs> same here but yeah i he is incredible to watch and i can never i will never be able to play like him but that's yeah. fine now a couple of things you said that he is a tool and while i think he there is. is truth to that he actually, if, if you've noticed, he doesn't have any tattoos on his body. And I don't know if you guys have heard this, but he actually purposefully doesn't get any tattoos so that he can donate blood more often. I have heard that. Which is pretty cool. And especially in a sport like soccer, where I feel like tattoos is, pre- like everyone has tattoos. Yeah. That's the thing. So it's pretty cool to see him choose otherwise. I, I think you have to learn to differentiate like the player on the field versus the player off the field. Cause on the field, he's a total D bag. 
He really is. <laughs> He's your typical forward. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> typical forward if it that... doesn't go his way. <laughs> well, I remember back again to when they played Iceland in the World Cup and they tied at halftime when it was, I think, 0-0. He came off the field and someone wanted to talk to him and he was like, oh, Icelanders are just a bunch of like no ones. They'll never amount to anything. And then they ended up tying them. And I was just like, really? Like, why would you say that? But yeah, he is an amazing, amazing player. Yep. Go Ronaldo. We are on to our number twos, and I will go ahead and jump into mine. My number two is another football player, Eric Weddle. I think you're the three football players. Yeah, two quarterbacks and then Eric Weddle. Um, So if you remember in our books episode, um, Eric Weddle, his like biography was my fifth favorite book. Um, Anyway, that's what really helped me like I already really liked him before that um but yeah if you remember he went to University of Utah and basically terrorized BYU for a few years and things were rough we actually BYU actually beat him while he was there but um (laughs) he was an all-star on defense um he didn't really have many people recruiting him in high school um everyone said he was too small but in the NFL he was just um, a very, very consistent defensive player. Um, multiple Pro Bowls, um, played for the Chargers, then the Ravens. And yeah, he's just been so fun to follow. Um, he's got some great highlights where he, you know, either interceptions or forced fumbles or hitting a guy extremely hard. <laughs> Those are the best to watch. Yeah. So I, I can't say I've really ever followed him much. I know who he is because I'm you know, a BYU fan, and I did not like him for a bit. <laughs> but, yeah, I I would love to go and watch um, highlights of his based off of what you've said, just how great of a defensive player he was. Because I think a lot of times, if you play defense on football, you're kind of overlooked a bit by the general population. People want to yeah, watch the sure. running backs and the wide receivers and the quarterbacks. But watching a good defensive player can be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's got a he's family really as well, right? Wife and kids. Yep. And a big beard. <laughs> yep. I do he's, remember we talked about that. He's a solid that. guy. Yeah. Okay. I will hop into my number two. Um, and this is one he hasn't played. I mean, I don't really follow him anymore. It was just in college, but my number two is Jimmer. Jimmer Fredette, because he was just an absolute, just amazing player to watch at BYU. He really was. (laughs) I think mostly because we thought that would be our best chance in like the next 50 years (laughs) of BYU basketball really going anywhere. And him and Brandon Davies let us down. But he was so fun to watch at BYU. I just want to read some of his stats that I wrote down. So he, he did, he was really, really big, his um, sophomore and senior season. He had a thousand points, over a thousand points his senior season, which is crazy in college basketball. What was his points per game? You have that? 
Yeah, so I'll, I'll get there. So here okay. are all the records that he holds in at BYU. I didn't do like records for NCAA, but just at BYU, um, the most field goals made, 346. Um, the best field goal percentage at 59, 60%. Uh, the most three points made, 124. The best three-point percentage. Oh, no, that's Jake Toulson. The most free throws ever made at 252. And the most points in a single season at 1,068. The most points per game averaging at 28.9. There's just some crazy stats. Granted, he was a terrible player on defense. Yeah. <laughs> which is why you can't sure win them he all, right? never went to the <laughs> NBA. But yeah. yeah. He tried a couple times, but yeah. Bummer. But played in China for the Still Shanghai, does, Shanghai Sharks. Shanghai Sharks, Sharks. Yep. yeah. Just went back because I know he went over to Europe, I think, for, yeah. for a bit. But yeah, he was just. He tore it up in China. He did. Yeah. And they like averaged like 35 points a game. He scored like, I think, 80 yeah. more in one game. <laughs> yeah. I just remember going to the BYU games and just being amazed at what he could do with the ball. So he. So, with with Jimmer, I was gonna say, like this makes me so sad. I'm pretty sure he would be on my top five, but I was on my mission for his junior and senior year. Oh, so I like, I would get emails, you know, from all family and friends, like, oh my gosh, you don't know what you're missing. I'm like, nah. And that was but when he went against Kawhi Leonard too. Did you yeah. miss that? Him yep, and... I did. But that's a bummer. <laughs> I came home um, from my mission shortly after Jimmer Mania. Um, and basically watched, basically watched YouTube videos of him for days. And just, I watched the entire BYU or San Diego state game. That Um, game was unreal. Yeah. I watched him just pull up from (laughs) forever away. Yeah. (laughs) I am I will always be sad that I missed that, but I guess I caught it after the fact, kind of like you and Danny Ainge. (laughs) So yeah, my dad, I don't think you'll ever meet a bigger BYU fan and we've talked to him before and said who's your favorite basketball player and he'll always say Danny Ainge because he played at BYU and he was amazing and then we'll have to say okay but who was the best offensive player ever at BYU and he'll like turn his head a little bit and yeah Jimmer for debt <laughs> <laughs> Jimmer was so fun and I don't know again like I said he was I, I idolized like the teach me how to Jimmer song Did you guys hear, hear that oh yeah the Jimmer shirts Yep, yeah. jokes about BYU's basketball team and they look back and they see one set of footprints and it's just Jimmer <laughs> carrying the all those. back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. all of these things. And I I loved his story like how he got good at basketball. I don't know. I won't I won't say it here, but if you're interested go look it up. I think there's like a little documentary they did about him. But I always remembered his shot how how weird it looked, like his arm right in front of his I don't know. It just looked weird to me, but it always, almost always went in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Random funny story. Going back to mission. So I was on my mission after the Jimmer mania. He was drafted to the Kings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. King seventh. I was at Walmart. I uh, do my grocery shopping and some random guy came up and like got super mad at me because of how bad Jimmer was doing. Really? That was your fault. missionaries. <laughs> Jimmer's not doing anything for us, and I'm like, 
we're in Ohio. Like, I guess he was just <laughs> like some so random funny. Kings fan that just got mad at me because I was missionary and Jimmer was a UAE player. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's so funny. <laughs> Sorry. I will bad. say he has, still has the best player efficiency rating of any basketball player since the 19, or maybe like the 19, let's see, 2000 season. 2020 so i can't say anything prior but in the last 20 years he has the best mm. player efficiency rating even with go. that bad defense <laughs> makes <laughs> yes. up for it let's see i'll go ahead and jump into my number two he was named before in our podcast today it is michael vick ah the yeah michael vick now let's clear some things out yes he did some bad stuff he was put in jail for roughly two years for dogfighting. I totally remember that. <laughs> yeah. Now, whether he did it, he actually meant it, or he was doing it just to help his image, he has done, like, a ton to go against dogfighting. Again, I can't say if that's just, like, hey, you really need to say this because we need to up your image, or he, like, genuinely feels bad. Never know about these guys. But he, go for it, man. Was he, was he the first round, first pick? He was the number one pick. Yeah. I can't remember what draft it was, but he was back to like fun people to watch. He was so much fun to watch. Oh, yeah. He really Absolutely. was. He's got some great highlight, some great career. Highlights. I was going to say, there's, a, there's one specific highlight video that's like 14 minutes long. I think me and you watch it like yes. every couple of years. Like, <laughs> yeah, here we just, go again. <laughs> yep. Exactly. He is so fun to watch. And what's crazy, so again, um, 2007 was when he was put in jail for roughly two years. I don't know about his life in jail. Like, I'm sure he's not throwing a football as much or staying in shape. But um, come 2010, well, I guess 2009, he signs with the Eagles um, as a backup. And then 2010 is when he becomes the starter. Come and then back. he just explodes again. 2011, he signs a six-year deal, $100 million contract, which – Back then, from what I read, was one of the highest earning players in the league. Wow. This is post, like, again, two years in jail. The craziest comeback. And he just, oh, my gosh, so fast. He could throw the ball so far. Not necessarily known for his accuracy, but he could be accurate at times. Is he left-handed? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You remember the Vic football that had five seams instead of the standard four? Well, I've never heard of that. Oh, no. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I I got the Vic football because I was a huge Vic fan, and yeah, it was like it was like a weird five seam football. I don't really like know how made to just for him, like how he liked to hold it, or I don't know why they made it like that because clearly the NFL didn't use that kind of ball. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Michael Vick, so fun to watch. So what, my what number is, two. What is he up to now? Is he a coach? I, I thought I oh. heard he was a coach somewhere. I feel like there's some off leagues where he just like plays and. Hmm. I don't, I don't really know what he does. Yeah, but he definitely nice was so fun to watch. Yeah. I feel like back then as well, in the NFL, your standard quarterback was just like a white guy who was accurate. Stands in the pocket. And yeah, which is good, get, right? I mean, yeah. you either get Tom. sacked or you. Yeah, exactly. But Michael Vick kind of brought a, a new life to the quarterback. Yeah. All right, we are on to our number ones. But before we get into that, we probably have some honorable mentions. So I will go ahead and throw mine out there. My honorable mentions, I got two of them. One is Taysom Hill, which we Solid. mentioned earlier. 
And the other is Andre Iguodala, sixth man, best sixth man NBA player ever, and NBA Finals MVP. This is true. And yeah. it's when he guarded, I'm pretty positive, you're number one, and shut him down. But we will see. <laughs> we will see. <laughs> um, my honorable mentions are LeBron James and Michael Phelps. Honorable mention? <laughs> oh, I think uh, I know who Michael number Phelps one is. Or, uh, <laughs> LeBron, LeBron. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> my honorable mentions are, again, with time being fluid, uh, Jimmer and Ronaldinho. He was like the one that really got me into soccer at the start. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's more. I'm thinking it's like he's, he's the Alan Iverson, right? T-Mac, John Morant, people come and go, and I just yeah they go. Yep, we might have to redo this one in two or three years and see where we're at. I wouldn't but be opposed. My number one, and I am pretty sure it would be my number one in three years because this guy has been my number one for a long time. We all it know is who it is. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. And here's how I know that he's my number one and always has been. I mean, as a rookie, or yeah, kind of going into his rookie season, he came straight out of high school. So his senior year of high school, super hyped. And I was just like so excited for him because, you know, you got these – basketball clips and he's he's dominating and to have a young guy go into the nba and dominate immediately i mean i texted nate the other day actually it had been i can't remember how many years um 10 years maybe, no more than that maybe oh, yeah, 15 right, years right. or something like that since his very first nba game and he had like 29 points nine rebounds um five assists something like that and i was like oh my goodness, this is his first NBA game. He was 18 years old. Yeah, incredible. Did but, he have like one of the best first game starts to an NBA career ever? Probably. I'd have to look it up, but yeah. I would imagine so. Um, anyway, so the main reason that I know that he is my number one and has been is because when he was in Cleveland, I loved him. I always wanted him to win. He goes to the Heat, and it kind of bugged me that they put this super team together. It was annoying. But you know when you can just, like, the NBA Finals, when the Heat made it to the NBA Finals, you can feel yourself like, oh, I want the Heat. Yep. And you're like, weird. I don't – do I like the Heat? I love LeBron. <laughs> and he goes back to Cleveland. Obviously, I loved him back in Cleveland. And then he goes to Los Angeles Lakers, and I do not like the Lakers. I never hate did. the Lakers. So I was like, oh, man, that I can't cheer for them. But here you we go. You found yourself cheering for this them. This year, I, I never in a million years, anyone that knows me knows I would never cheer for the Lakers. <laughs> but this year, they made it to the finals, and I was like, oh, my goodness. I want the Lakers to win. I want LeBron to get his championship. <laughs> I want him to be the most oh. successful athlete. Yeah, I think he, he had a streak of like eight or nine straight finals trips in yeah. a row. it was yeah. i mean that's just to get to that point is incredible so he has been dominating for the league for like 17 years so the real question then is do you think he is the goat the greatest of all time it's tough to say um it's read... really hard to compare those two and i grew up i mean i i caught the very tail end of 
the Michael Jordan era. I watched him beat the Utah Jazz two years in a row. I remember that. But do I really remember? Like, I've seen highlights and stuff of Michael Jordan besides that. So my opinion's biased. I would say LeBron James is – his reign in the NBA has been more dominant. Greater, yeah. He's just been incredible for longer. I think his body is just built so much better for basketball. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's crazy – and yet he can still shoot. He's got finesse. He can drive. He can defend. He, I think, hey, I his was chase down up, blocks. Sorry. Yeah. His chase down blocks are some of the most ridiculous. Continue, his, assist, yeah. his assist percentage in this last playoffs was crazy. Kind of like I talked about Patrick Mahomes. His awareness on the court is out of this world. He'll, he'll catch guys that are open that you're like, how did he see that? How did he make that pass? Yep. So. I do yeah. love LeBron James. Don't get me wrong. But I thought Steph was funner to watch. <laughs> uh, at least he was an honorable mention. Yes. I'll give you credit. I will respect LeBron James's skill and everything, but he just well, not not only his his skill, but like you know, he's got a family that he keeps close attention. I don't know, this is random, but I don't know if you guys saw the news of Dwight Howard's 12-year-old son calling him out. Mhm. I was like, ouch. And like yeah. LeBron James is like super present in his family. He started yeah. a, a school. Like he's done a lot of good stuff, but man, sometimes he just annoys the crap out of me for other reasons here or there. I do have to kind of tune him out when he starts talking either politics or <laughs> NBA or, or even some like NBA rules or things that should change. I'm like, eh, just like, I disagree with you there, yeah. but but definitely yeah, can't deny his skill. Yeah. Nope, never can. So I will jump into my number one since it's already been said. Okay. So maybe we can have fresh number one with Nate's. But my number one is Taysom Hill. Oh, wow. So yeah. I, I worked for the BYU football team for five years and was there for all of Taysom Hill's years. I watched him go through all those season-ending injuries, you know, at Utah State and wherever else. And it was, it was heartbreaking because he was so, he was such a dynamic player, even in college, even though, yes, he was the quarterback, but he could just do things that I had never seen other players do. Um, Like I never watched a quarterback, you know, barrel through someone and um, jump over someone into the end zone. Just not only barreling over someone, bearing over linebackers. Yeah. Yeah. So I was there for his whole, like I was on the field for every single one of his games, road and away. And it was just so fun to watch him. His senior, sophomore and senior year, he had over 2,000 yards passing. And his sophomore year, he had like 2,900 passing and over a thousand rushing in a single season like it's crazy that is i find myself slow times at work just opening up (laughs) taysom hill highlights he's got some great highlights too yeah he does i'm sure matt you remember this but i don't remember what year it was byu played texas at texas that's the one where he hurdles the guy into the end i was hurdles the guy and BYU destroys Texas, like not even a game. The next year they play them, and some guy on defense on Texas was like talking smack, like last year was super lucky. I'm going to kill BYU, and they're going to get destroyed. And Taysom Hill again destroys yep. Texas. So I watched that. 
I look around as if like my principal's here. I watched that whole game the other week <laughs> at work and the, the announcers during the game were just saying like Texas has no answer for Taysom. And when they try and put people in, you know, he hands it off to whoever else. And the announcers are like, I don't care whose hand, whose ball the hand is in. They're running past Texas because of Taysom because they have to try and stop him. That means BYU can make adjustments to do yep. other things, but he was, because I watched him for all of his career, I, I loved him. And it's kind of like you, Quentin. I know I like him because I still follow him. Yeah. You know, I don't really follow okay. Jimmer. I don't follow um, Messi, really, or my other was, but Taysom Hill, I will follow. Yeah. Very good. All right. My number one, unfortunately, has also been mentioned. Ah. So LeBron Matt, James. LeBron James. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's not James Harden if that's what you were thinking. <gasps> I'm so happy that James Harden is not on your top five. So here's here's the thing, really quickly before we get to my number one. There are there are teams and there are players. And I feel like in all sports I have like a team except for soccer that I'll cheer like like Rockets are a team that I like and I will cheer for them, yeah. as well as the, the Jazz. But there's also players. Uh, James Harden is awesome and I'm glad that he does well and he is like kind of fun to watch but he is also a tool and sometimes very boring to watch he just same isolation play step back but he has some awesome drives so yeah that's a side I you have made you just redeemed yourself for a lot of man points in my eyes I always thought you just loved Harden really but knowing that it's like okay I'm loyal to the Rockets I can forgive that yeah, so I've been, I'm a Rockets fan, and he just happened. Uh, it kind of sucks that the Rockets have James Harden, who can be a tool, and Russell Westbrook, who is a tool. Who is a tool, <laughs> 100% of the time. Yeah. So I'm like, dang it, I got a team full of tools. So, but I'm a Rockets fan. So, okay. And with anyways, that... to my number one, here we go. It is actually Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, no. For sure. <laughs> now, Quinton talked about him. Um, I don't have a ton more. I guess I've got some some stats to add to it. So here we go. Ronaldo is the five-time winner of the Ballon d'Or. It's a French word. I don't really know how to pronounce it. Basically, it's the best male soccer player in the world. He's a five-time winner of that. It's basically him and Messi going back and forth for the past five years, six years yeah. or so. Um, this is what's crazy to me. And him and I think LeBron James are exactly the same in this but he is old yeah like 35 and a striker who's supposed to be super quack uh, quack <laughs> quick and have really fast agility which is where quack came from <laughs> um he did a, a test in uh was it 2018 when he was on real madrid i know this test 33 year old body um but the test that they did showed that he had the physical age, like his body has the physical age of a 23-year-old. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I remember and that. And then years later, he went to Juventus, and they either did a test again, and they're saying it's actually younger, like a 20-year-old body. And just for those curious what they're looking at, they're looking at his body fat, which is like 7%, and muscle mass percentage, which is like over 50%. It's ridiculous the kind of shape that he's in and how he's still performing at this age. Yeah. I yeah. guarantee if you did that test on any three of us would be like, <laughs> woo wee, 35 year old body, <laughs> 40. 40. Yeah. We're, we're pushing up there. 
Yeah. Um, here's some other stats for you, Matt. He is the first player to win league titles in England, Spain, and Italy. He holds the record for the most goals and assists in Champions League play. And interestingly enough, he is, as uh, year of 2020, he is the second highest paid athlete in the world. Wow. Is the first Guesses who's number one? LeBron James. Matt, do you have a guess? No, but I just, I remember something coming out just a little bit ago of Messi? someone who just took it's, over for the It's one of those three, one. right? It's not. It actually it's kind of surprises not. me. It's Roger Federer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would make sense. So, anyways, I love Ronaldo. I could watch his highlight videos, and I love following him. Again, it doesn't matter where he's at. When he was at Manchester United, yep, awesome. Real Madrid, awesome. Juventus, like he's just so much fun to watch. Granted, he can be your typical forward, like we mentioned, who just doesn't really play defense and just complains at the defense, even though he's not helping at all. Gets the ball and just like complains when it's not perfect for him. Yeah. The perfect pass, or they miss a shot. Like he can get annoying that way, but it's just he is so fun to watch. You got to remember, this is our favorite athletes, not the best. I probably would say that I think Ronaldo is better, but I believe uh, it's funner to watch Messi. But I do wear Ronaldo's cleats. So, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I think me too, yeah. I would get a Ronaldo jersey hand stamp. This is like Superman crush Monday for me, but Ronaldo, like some of his highlights when he just is like sprinting down and outpacing defenders, he's and then he rips awesome. off his shirt, and I'm like, holy crap. He's a good dude is in guy. shape. <laughs> yep. He's a good-looking dude for sure, and he is in freaking shape. So. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that is another wrap. Uh, look for our social media posts and let us know what your top five athletes are and let us know what you think of our top five lists. Unless it's Unless harsh. you have baseball in yours, then don't let us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let us know what your top five soccer, basketball, and football <laughs> players are. <laughs> no, we'll, uh, we'll gladly listen or look at your list if there are baseball players on them. I just can't even guarantee that I will know who that is. That's so. true. I bet I could follow some. Like... Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I keep an eye on baseball, sort of, kind of. I see how Bryce Harper's doing. Yeah. Mookie Sammy Betts. Sosa. Betts. Right? Something Betts. Sammy Sosa. <laughs> Did he retire like decades ago? <laughs> 20 years Barry ago. Barry Bonds is still playing, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, look for our posts and let us know. And we will catch you guys next time. Thanks. <laughs>